0: Uh, You know it's going to get serious and there's a pretty good chance I might rant if I got pepperoni sticks and they are right here to my left. (laughs) I still can't fly. What the fuck is going on? Let's just start there. I still can't get on a plane. I still can't get on a train. And there's so many people that don't know that these mandates are still in place. It's bananas. I can go to a football game. I can go to a hockey game I can stand like this in a bar with someone but I can't get on a plane and travel somewhere else in Canada even though I could like get in my car and drive there it makes no sense not to mention if you can get across the Canadian border into the American border you can fly pretty much anywhere you want As long as the country that you're flying into thinks it's cool. (laughs) So why is Canada so far behind on this shit? It's absolutely ridiculous. And just recently, the WestJet CEO uh, took a picture, posted it on Twitter. And he's maskless on a European airline. And he's like, what the fuck? Okay, he said, nice to be traveling on these airlines without having to wear a mask and insinuating that it's time for the Canadian government to drop these mandates because, well, they're stupid. That's why they're just stupid and there's no reason for this to continue. And when the airlines themselves now are calling for an end to these mandates, uh, maybe it's time for Justin Trudeau, uh, maybe to whisk back those wings a little bit and just listen. I I watched the House of Commons and it, it makes me ache, not to mention I can't stand looking at this individual. By the way, feel free to like, love and share this video if this resonates with you and I'm gonna try to keep it somewhat PG. So I'm watching the House of Commons and the Conservatives just drilling. The liberals, in regards to just let's drop these mandates, Canada is falling behind in the airline game, in the airline industry, not to mention the delays, the cancellations, all this bullshit, all this stuff in regards to the testing, the mandating, it's slowing the whole system down, and it's time to just stop. And Justin Trudeau just stands up and goes, blah, 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 So, (laughs) if you did not know, there was a motion put forward in the House to drop mandates. And of course, the Liberals and NDP, uh, the coalition government uh, that basically just stomped it out. And for no good reason, with absolutely no science whatsoever, and with the industry themselves saying, like, we've had enough. People have had enough. And just by a show of hands, who here watching this live right now is aware that an unvaccinated person cannot get on via rail and cannot get onto a plane. Not to mention, it's very difficult for them just to drive across the border. Do you know this? Like, are you aware? And do you think that's fair? Does it make any sense when the rest of the world has kind of just moved on? And for whatever reason, we're just stuck in this cycle of stupidity. And I'm going to speak personally right now as an unjabbed individual. And maybe no one has spoken to you like this. I don't know if you're vaccinated or not. I don't know who listens per se when it comes to that. And I don't care because you're all my family and I love you and thank you for being here. Um, But it is a very strange place to be an unvaccinated person in Canada. And granted, there are so many things that we have back now. I can go to restaurants. You know what? Can go to the coffee shop. I can go to the hockey game. Like all those things are awesome. And I'm so happy and it's great to see unity back in this country, in this city. Like my neighbor just the other day, something that just caught my eye, which should have never caught my eye, but it's only because we went through this batshit crazy stuff, is she's growing a garden and she was giving away some of her extra plants. Like, she has too many vegetables. And people, strangers, just coming to another stranger's house and just picking up some vegetables. Like, no one was wearing a mask, no one was using a fucking pole to hand over the vegetables. It was just normal strangers meeting strangers strangers becoming friends and that's something we denied ourselves and we allowed the government to push on us with a fear agenda right the only thing that's changed right now is the fear agenda do, do you not realize that like COVID is still here there's still cases I don't know if anyone's dying I, there's fucking monkey pox now I can't fucking keep track. But the difference is, it's just not being jammed down our throats every two seconds and for the most part, people are comfortable interacting with people again. And isn't that beautiful and sad at the same time that that actually caught my eye? So anyways, back to the fact that I can do all these normal things again and as much joy as that brings me, the fact that I cannot comfortably leave this country whenever I want on my free will is suffocating. It's absolutely fucking suffocating. And I'm going to talk about this with Greg Hill, who's been on my on my program before. He's a veteran, an army veteran, flew for a major airline, said no to mandates, and he was fired because of that. He also runs this organization called Free to Fly. And we're going to talk about some of these issues. And I can't explain it to you. I, I wish I could. Like, why it feels so suffocating. Like, why why it's on my mind so much. But I mean, like, maybe just because it's absolutely so nonsensical. And why why are we still why are we still holding on to this? I don't even want to say we. Why are the liberals holding on to this so strongly? And if someone can give me some rationale here. Like, please, feel free to do so. And I see someone, you know, mentioning the Ukraine. Like, Justin Trudeau was in the Ukraine, not wearing a fucking mask, where I believe the vaccination rate is like 30%. And yet, when he's here, he's virtual signaling, wearing wearing this mask all the time. Like, like it makes a fucking difference. Like, at the end of the day, we're talking about science. From the get-go, it was all about, let's follow the science, let's listen to the experts, okay? The experts told us to mask up, some people didn't want to, whatever, okay? And then the experts say, we don't have to wear these anymore. And fucking people are wearing them in their car. What are we fucking doing? <laughs> Not one expert said, wear your mask in a car. Not one. No one said if you're walking alone in the rain, wear a mask. Like, no expert. I'm not even sure if that was a thing like when COVID was like full on. And this is not to slam anyone wearing a mask or in a store when you're around people. You do you. I'm talking about this nonsensical shit that I fucking see. It's almost like a mental illness. I was driving down the street. I'm watching this dude like mow an acre and a half of his own lawn, like alone in the middle of nowhere, like just alone. I mean, just even from where I was in the car driving past on this road, he had to be at least 200 meters away wearing a mask. Like this is some of the nonsensical stuff I see, but you know what? Do that. It doesn't hurt anybody. You do you, this whole travel thing. It's killing me. Like I want to see the world. I'm a fortunate individual that can afford to do that and here I am you know what I'm 44 years old I'm hoping this is gonna open up again and I'll have my opportunity I feel sorry for people that are later on in life like they worked their whole lives to get themselves to a place to where they could travel comfortably or they don't have any or they don't have that many years left and and, and they're being punished, and they're not being able to live out the rest of their lives the way that they choose. It's sad. It really is sad. And I don't wanna get heavy into the mask wearing, and I, I apologize for that. And it, yes, I, I, there's some situations, scenarios that it, it, it is kind of a brainwashing. I don't wanna say brainwashing in a manner that makes them seem like they're silly or stupid or they don't get it. I understand they had the shit scared out of them for 2 years. That's going to create, you know, some uh some neuroses. That's going to create some some underlying issues. It's constant stress. <clears throat> so this is what this is what we're left with. Now fortunately, you know what? We are a resilient species. We're, we're resilient people and you know, we, we overcome and we see kindness coming back. We see caring coming back. Uh, people are interacting with one another again, without this preconceived notion that the, that, that person can, can do them harm. I beg of you to remember right now nothing. Changes. Nothing changes. And the government's not pulling people out of their pits right now. You know what I mean? I don't know what the government has done recently for you or for me that has made this situation any better. Right? Like, I'll give them some credit. When this thing first hit, Serb was out there to help people. I'll give you a high five on that government. I don't give a shit that it went to people outside of this country, I don't give a shit, that some people abused it. Hey, that's what happens sometimes. They did something for the greater good to help people out. Some people took advantage of it. It's unfortunate, but it helped a lot of people. And then, like, I don't know what happened. I found out like a year and some later that there was still some type of fucking serve that was going out there. Like you could work and still get served. And now no one can find anyone to fucking work. Like I hear this all the time even at my showcase event like we were trying to find food trucks like there's tons of food trucks. There's nobody that wants to work the food trucks. Who did that government did that (laughs) by enabling people to just not work for an extended period of time. Got to cool my jets. (laughs) You know, all government did was pump fear down our throats. Fear, 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 fear. They stop. What happens? All of a sudden, we're cool. Can we remember this moment when we were all cool and why we should remain cool? Like the government's not giving out vegetables to fucking people that need food. My neighbor is. Maybe your neighbor is too. No, I don't know the last time that you were able to ring the government and say, hey, like, can you, can you pick me up somewhere? I'm stranded. I'm out of gas or I have a flat tire or all that shit. It's time to stop relying on government to, like, fix everything. They don't fix shit. They make things worse, <laughs> generally speaking. And this is not to say, like, I'm an anarchist. I believe we have to work with government. But we have to help ourselves first. We have to be kind. We have to be caring. We have to show leadership qualities amongst one another. I still have a friend that won't go for a walk with me. Like, what's going So I guess when it comes down to shit like that, it's no wonder that I, I can't get on a plane or a train. Like, so I, I don't know what's going on with these liberals and (laughs) I don't know how they win and I'm not slamming anyone here that that's a liberal vote okay because we all have our reasons for voting for our parties right so there's probably some things that the liberals do that benefit you in your occupation I don't know I, I don't even follow their platform right but for me they are limiting how I go about living my life. Like I could get hit by a bus tomorrow and my last two years of life were compromised by bullshit mandates and a prime minister that did nothing but separate this country and talked to me like I'm an absolute piece of garbage. And I'm a pretty passive, loving, empathetic individual. I do my best anyways, like I work on it. And I often wonder what would I do if I had Justin Trudeau right here in front of my face, what would I do, what would I say? Like I pray for this guy at night. I'm not kidding, I've said this before. I pray for this guy at night. And I'll reference another podcast that I did with one of my reptilian channeler friends, uh, Rob Goche, And he said something really interesting in regards to the agreement that we make with the powers that be when we come here to Earth. And the agreement is, is that we're going to be this type of being that could strangle a man and kill him, right? With your bare hands and with those same hands, hug your children at night with, with the most loving embrace. And when I think of Justin Trudeau, like I assume, I assume he loves his kids and he does with like all, all, all the being that he has in his body. So, it's like Darth Vader, there's some good in him somewhere, right? It's like, you know, it's like, Justin Trudeau, you know, I am your father. They're like, no! But, but there, like, I mean, it shows that there like, there has to be a heart beating with compassion and love and this. I, I, I cannot, I cannot honestly truly believe that he stands up in the House of Commons every day and believes what he's saying. More or less thinks it makes sense. I bet you he can't even he can't even listen or watch himself on the TV. It's despicable. Racists and misogynists, that's what he called unvaccinated people. The newspaper, they were writing things calling unvaccinated people covidiots. Like, does that sound like a government or media that's looking to serve you? Like, it's just not. Unfortunately, it's just not. It's too bad that we can't look at that box and be informed from a place of abundance opposed to a place of scarcity. People should be able to trust what's on the news. And unfortunately, that's not the case. And this Canadian government is doing everything in their power to take people like myself or independent news organization and and, and deem them misinformation. Like, I'm not misinforming anybody. I've had people talk about my podcast and say, oh, well, what I'm doing is dangerous. What the fuck am I doing that's dangerous? Asking questions is dangerous. Having people on my podcast to talk about their stories about being fired or being injured by vaccine or whatever it might be, like, that's dangerous. I think it's dangerous that we're not being transparent about what's happened over the, to- the last two years. That the government's not being transparent over what's happened in the past two years. Are you aware that w- there was a recent lawsuit that was settled that they, for, for someone that was uh, vaccine injured? Like that happens. I'm not telling anyone not to go get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I care less about the vaccination. The only thing I care about are these mandates and all this kind of nonsense to where, you know, you you are being punished for not being vaccinated. People just want the choice as to whether or not something goes into their body that potentially could do some harm. Right? You want to smoke a cigarette or a cigar, guess what? There's a warning on the fucking label. There's a warning on that label telling me that there's dangers of smoking. I want to buy some fucking weed. It's going to tell me the same thing. They let you know that drinking too much alcohol is bad. They put ads on the TV telling you to go gamble, but gamble responsibly, right? But they'll throw this shit fucking in you with a wink and a smile, And just say, like, yeah, just, it's all good. No, there's fucking side effects. And so because my risk tolerance isn't as high as somebody else's, and and I just, I prefer not to put something like that in my body, you're going to punish me? Like, (laughs) I'm not going to brag here, but I, I am just going to point out some realities. I am 44 years old. I keep myself in pretty good shape. I eat well. I exercise almost daily. I go for walks. I read. I try to be aligned, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically. That's a lot more than another person that, you know, hasn't gone for a walk in a year, you know, eats Cheetos every fucking day. But, you know, (laughs) Like, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Like, that's the hard thing. It's hard having this conversation, not throwing somebody under the bus. Yet, people don't have a difficult time doing that with people that make a medical choice. So, I'm so glad that we are so beyond where we were. But I'm still very upset that there is this carrot that is just dangling in front of us still. That, well if you want to travel the world, see your family, loved ones, friends, experience life to the fullest, you can't do that yet. You wanna know why? Because you didn't listen. You didn't do what we told you to do. And I don't know how many people you know in the know. I know a whole bunch of people that are in the know. And I can't even tell you how many people in my network that I know personally, have left this fucking country for good. And that's not an unvaccinated, vaccinated thing. They've just left. They don't like where the country is going. Successful people as well. They just don't like what's happening here. And it doesn't have to lead into conspiracy. It's just they they look around and they see what's happening and they don't like it. And you can say whatever you want about the states. I had this conversation just the other day with a gentleman that came back from Florida after two months. And I'll tell you, everyone that has gone to Florida and has come back to Canada that I have spoken to, they're all like, it's a different world. Even outside of mandates, it's a different world now. Even today there, it's a different world than today here. Just the way that they approach life, completely different. And I've always been the person that when people would say, where's the best place in the world to live? I'd say Canada. And someone would say, well, what about the United States? And I'd be like, are you kidding me? Why would anyone want to live in the United States when they could live right here in Canada, the greatest country in the world? And maybe that's why I get so pumped up. Maybe that's why... I get so agitated because inside, like my heart breaks because I'm not proud to be tied to this Canadian government. I'm proud to be Canadian. I'm not proud to be tied to this Canadian government. The way that it treats people, the way that it continues to treat people, the way that it divided. It makes me absolutely sick. And it's not right. It's still not right and we have to make this right and it has to stick. If I could be anywhere right now, anywhere in the world, it would like not be here because I can't live my life the way that i choose. Oh, but Jason, you can do everything else. Like, okay, i don't know. Let's say you give me a top 3 list of things that you enjoy doing in your life, and then i take one of those away. And i say it's because you don't go to the gym and exercise. Like, you know, you go, well, i could go to the gym and i can exercise. I mean, maybe you have chronic pain. Like, <laughs> tough. It's tough and it weighs on me. And anyone that I talk to that is in a similar situation says the same thing. And it's bizarre to me. I wish I could explain it to you. For the person that doesn't agree with maybe where I'm at and the decision that I made, and this just sounds silly to you, I get it. In my brain, it, it sounds silly to me, but the one thing that I can't do happens to be a passion of mine, which is exploring this planet. Like, I'd love to go see my friend Colin, who's living right now in Mexico, but I can't do that. And know what Colin can't do? Colin can't see his parents and hasn't seen his parents in over two years because he can't come to Canada and then leave. He won't be able to go back to Mexico. I even know this one lady, her mother was in hospital and she got vaccinated so she could see her mother in hospital because she wouldn't be able to otherwise. And guess what happened? She got injured. And know what, she would probably do that 10 out of 10 times to make sure that she could be there for her mother. The crazy thing is, though, it shouldn't have been fucking necessary. Like, so as much... As I want to forget where we were from and having to live through the passports and the mandates, etc., it is important to acknowledge the heinous things that happened. The people that died alone that are still potentially dying alone because someone can't get on a plane and train to see them. That needs to change. And there's no science behind it. There's no reason behind it at all. And so it doesn't affect you. And you go, oh, it might. It affects someone, maybe someone you care about. Like, I think this is something we have to get loud about. I don't know. Follow the science. Where is the science on this one? So Greg Hill and I were going to explore all these things on my next podcast, Monday at 7.30. Here's a gentleman that was being paid handsomely as a pilot. That steps away because he just didn't want to go through with the mandates. Yet in the States, like, do you remember Southwest? Remember this. The media lied to you. They told you that it was weather. They told you that it was computers. They told you it was bad booking. Told you that there were scheduling mistakes. No. What Southwest personnel did is said, fuck these mandates. We're not going to play this stupid game. And we're going to take a sick off to where they just don't show up to work unless they drop these mandates. And guess what fucking happened? The mandates dropped. Media didn't tell you that. Media tried to sweep it under the rug. And with pilots, like go back and take a look at my previous talk with him. He had like a battery of doctors come together, a well-known group, of medical professionals say that it is not a great idea out of all professions, but for airline pilots at high altitudes for extended periods of time and also in a seated position to where they're not getting great circulation, it's a greater health risk to them because of the side effects that we know about, blood clotting, stroke, etc. But that doesn't fucking matter. That's science. I don't know why that science doesn't matter. How come that science isn't relevant? I mean, that's also a life and death thing for Greg. So he's penalized for listening to medical advice that maybe it's not the greatest idea for him to go out and get this procedure done? And from what I'm told, and I'm not saying this is coming from Greg, from what I am being told through other sources is that like there are some pilots that are just, they're they're petrified. They did it because they had to make a living, but they're petrified. They've seen some of the science. And if it was in between them having to choose of just potentially getting COVID and getting past it like the vast majority of people do, or having this intervention that could potentially cause them a heart risk or a health risk moving forward, they would much rather just not have the intervention. So could you imagine the additional stress for a pilot in that position? So I got so amped up, I didn't even touch one of my pepperoni sticks, I didn't <laughs> have them here and all ready to go. And I could rant on this forever, but I don't want to. And I thought like maybe I'll even extend this, we'll talk a little bit longer, but no, I think, you know what, we've kind of got to a good point here. I didn't lose my shit too much, I believe what I said will speak to people, regardless of what side of the fence they're on. I don't even think the fucking fence matters anymore. I hope we've all just run over that fence, but more to share a little bit kind of like how maybe somebody in my position feels when it seems like they have everything back, but they don't. And I appreciate you as always for listening. (laughs) I hope that day to day, you're coming from a place of abundance And you're enjoying your life and not getting hooked on the mandate thing. That's something I also want to say that's really, really important. Is that that was something I was really a little bit apprehensive about moving forward, doing the mandate thing. And with us moving forward, I don't want people to get stuck. It's okay to be aware. I don't want people to get stuck. And I don't want to be one of those people that are potentially keeping people stuck. So go out there. Love Come from a place of abundance. Share smiles. Enjoy your life. Plant a garden. Food forest abundance. Talk to me about it. (laughs) I love you. Thank you for taking some time out and sharing it with me. You take care. Be well. Love Simply Because You Can. I'll probably do another live before Monday at 7.30, but make sure you check that out. It's going to be a good one. Bye-bye. Have a good night.